Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. A ton to get to today. Real quick, if you haven't done it, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, remember, today's episode, it's presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue place. If you haven't done it, you got to go check them out. 144th and Orchard Parkway, like I said, in Westminster. Before we get into rapid fire, because I got a ton, a ton of stories. If you catch me just like wandering off, it's because my hands smell like like meat, right? You know, it's this side gig I got going on. Wait, 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 wait. Nope, sorry, sorry. That's something else. <laughs> no, my hands smell like meat because I was preparing some ribs for later today. It's a cold day in Colorado, and I had some ribs in the fridge, and I'm like, this is a perfect day to do some ribs. I don't know if I'll smoke them. I might, it just depends how things are going, but either way, I got them in the crock pot, and if all else fails, if I decide not to smoke them, I'll just, you know, finish them off on, on the grill, get them, a, you know, dry them out a little bit. It's actually pretty good. I know if you're a barbecue snob, you're like, oh, oh, God, that's disgusting. Why don't you just kill the, kill the meat twice, huh, you son of a bitch? Listen, I, I, I make it the way my family likes it. So back the fuck off. <laughs> oh, and it is delicious. Can't wait. I can't wait. Speaking of things I can't wait for, it's time for some rapid fire. Why does it hurt when I pee? It's rapid fire. Say hello to my little friend. You ready? Oh, wait, wait, wait. So we're just going to wing it? There's a big difference between winging it and seeing what happens. Now let's see what happens. A 92-year-old man hiked the Grand Canyon from rim to rim. That's amazing. He's believed to be the oldest person to ever complete that trek. That's, a, that's impressive. I, it is very impressive. I actually got audio of the 92-year-old man after he went rim to rim. Yeah, back in my day, that was called a good old-fashioned rim job. <laughs> yes, sir, I love me a rim job. Thanks. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you thought it was going to be something good, but it wasn't. You're welcome. I, I think that's cool. I would never do that. I mean, it would be a great accomplishment to do, regardless of how old you are. But that's just not something I desire to go do. Be like, hey, let's go to the Grand Canyon. I hate going to the Grand Canyon because of how high it is. I went to the Grand Canyon with my wife. This is just before we had kids. And there's a lot of places at the Grand Canyon that don't have rails. And it just pisses me off. <laughs> like, who? Where's OSHA? Come on. This is a work environment. And there should be railings everywhere but there's not and my wife is just like all willy-nilly right next to the edge like oh this is freaking you out isn't it honey i'm like yeah it is jesus and i'm like 20 feet away <laughs> just in case i don't want to fall it, it just i don't understand why they don't have rails everywhere i'm sure they, they can justify it but that's just an accident waiting to happen there's a picture i have somewhere of my wife sitting on this ledge and I look at it and it gives me anxiety. Like that's, 
that's not right. And there's so many people that are just like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Ah. There was that story. Didn't we do a story where somebody was dicking around and they fell? I've seen a video of it where some guy almost fell. I think it was the Grand Canyon. He was dicking around and he jumped over a railing and he and he almost fell to his death. He was just lucky and landed on like a little shelf. Don't fuck with shit like that, guys. No, just not worth it. And be like this 92-year-old guy. Do it responsibly and get a rim job of yourself, okay? <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> really, the only reason I brought up that story is because I wanted to say rim job several times, okay? You're welcome. A customer got locked in a New York jewelry store vault for over 10 hours. That's that's crazy. I guess he was he was checking something like one of his uh like his box that he had in there and then all of a sudden it just closed behind him. Now, emergency workers knew he was in there and they couldn't get him out. They tried to cut through, but then once they got to that final layer, they realized if we do this, it's going to fill the vault with smoke and and he's more likely to die. But a lot of these vaults, if not all of them, they have timers. So eventually it would just unlock. And that's what ended up happening is they just waited and it eventually unlocked and they were able to get him out and he's fine. He had no significant issues. But, but imagine this. When I used to work at Jamba Juice, I used to do this to my employees a lot. And I, it was just fun. And I would do this during the slow times. Here's a fun visual. Just imagine, really dive into your, your mind's eye so you can visualize this. Imagine you're the rescue team. You're really trying to get to this guy. And then you, you realize you can't do the final cut through but you know you got that timer. Now the victim heard you try and cut through, but doesn't know that you're you're waiting for the timer to open. He thinks his time's done. He's basically going to sit it out and die in there. He doesn't know anything. He's an idiot. So then back to you as the rescuer. The timer goes off. Door opens. You rush in. There's the dude in the corner trying to suck himself off. <laughs> Pants to his ankles. They're basically by his ears, and he's just like desperately trying to get that thing in his mouth. <laughs> then you make eye contact, and it gets weird. <laughs> You're welcome for that visual. You will go to sleep, you know, in a troubled way tonight. <laughs> like, oh, my God, that, that's horrible. That would suck. Like, if you think you're going to die, it's like, shit, I'm already going to go. Might as well go, you know, happy. And you either try to do that. I don't know if I would want to try to do that. <laughs> but, you know, you're cranking one out in the corner. Next thing you know, hey, hey, hi. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, why are you still looking at me, sir? <laughs> why, are you, why are you still going, sir? Stop it. Stop it. Get the police in here so they can tase them. Jesus. 
this is really cool. And I actually had to do somewhat of a, a dive into this article. This isn't just going to be a rapid fire through this one. The first ever Florida man games will be, as they say, the most insane athletic showdown on earth. It's coming in on February 24th of next year, 2024. Check this out. <laughs> it's Florida because Florida is a bunch of, anytime you see a story and it's weird, you, you somewhere in your brain, you're like, it's probably somewhere in Florida, right? Because they're just weird out there. This is one of the events, evading arrest obstacle course, in which contestants jump over fences and through yards while being chased by real police officers. <laughs> oh my God, that would be that would be fun, actually. I would love to try to compete in that until they tackle me. Uh, category five cash grab, where participants try to grasp as much money in a wind-blowing booth. Weaponized pool noodle mud duel. Oh, that would be interesting. Beer belly wrestling. <laughs> and hopefully they have a few more, but that's all that they, they shared with people as of right now. General admission tickets to the event are $45. I think that would be fun to participate in. And I believe they say uh, athletic ability is not a reason to not apply <laughs> like you could be you could be out of shape it don't matter can you evade the police hell yeah man i can got a beer in one hand <laughs> and then i'm i'm hopping fences with the other don't spill your beer don't spill your beer that would be awesome to see that should be televised abc nbc espn all you guys fox fox you put up weird shit sometimes Put that on. That would be fantastic. I'd, I'd wait a year or two for them to figure out more things, make sure all the, you know, the setup is good and, and whatnot. That, that has the making of something special. It does. I would love to watch that. Just Joe Schmo trying to do this. Then they get blindsided by, by you know, People pretending to be cops or real cops. That'd be great. Release the canines. <laughs> oh, that would be freaky. No way. I would not want to participate in that. That'd scare the shit out of me. Unless you had full protective gear and it's like you have to see once the canine attaches itself to you, how far can you move while the canine is attached? It's not necessarily about how far you get through the course prior it's a matter of after contact that there you go i just set up another one but you can't hurt the dog or it, you will be removed of all your protective gear then it will be re-released onto you <laughs> and then you will be bloodied and it would not be fun what do you think of that one that would be great i would love to see that holy cow hey we got plenty more coming your way but first sugar fire in westminster i was telling you before amazing barbecue just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron, just west of I-25 on the south side of 144th. It's right next to Snooze. If you're in that area, you'll see what I'm talking about, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, this place. It's amazing. You can smell it from the road. That's how beautiful the aroma is that comes from Sugar Fire in Westminster. Baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, 
turkey, burgers, all prepared to perfection every single day. And every single Monday night during football season, I'm going to be there from 6 to 8, watching football with you, hanging out, enjoying some cocktails. They always have great specials. $2 pints of Coors Light. You got to come check it out. It's amazing. Follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westie. It, it's amazing barbecue. You're not going to be disappointed when you show up there. It's a great place. Again, Sugarfire in Westminster off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Follow them on social at Sugarfire Westie. Sugarfire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. All right, so this is a, a weird headline. I haven't worn shoes in a decade. People look down on me, but it keeps me humble. Um, that's just gross. <laughs> it's gross. It. I. That being said, when I'm around my house in my neighborhood, most of the time I'm not wearing shoes. I'll go outside and walk over to the neighbor's house, chit chat with them, and I'm not wearing shoes. I. I that's just the way we are my wife and kids definitely my kids and i i don't maybe my wife does yeah she does she we're all barefoot for whatever reason we don't mind doing it i there's somebody was saying that earthing is a thing and that's where you walk around especially not necessarily on concrete and asphalt but if you're on like say grass and dirt that that allegedly that it's it's good for you that you're connected to the energies of, of the earth, blah, blah, blah. I'm Listen, I'm in a good mood when I, when I do that, so maybe there is some truth to it. But the, it's kind of gross if you're doing that everywhere you go because you, go you can't go into a restaurant You can't because no shirt, no shoes, no service. That should still be a thing. I mean, it, it, you got to be careful where you walk. If you're walking in the mountains, that's one thing. But if you're walking through parking lots and, and stores and stuff, there's some gross stuff on the ground. And, and that's just disgusting. Your feet will be just nasty by the end of the day. And I'm sure you're going to, especially like I said, if you walk through a parking lot, you're going to uh, be absorbing a lot of that nasty oils and, and just grease that is spilled all over the place. And it's probably not as good as he thinks it is, assuming that he does that. Maybe he's extra cautious about where he walks. But, I mean, could you imagine inviting him over to your house and he puts his feet up on the ottoman or whatever? And you're like, oh, God, what the fuck? They're like overly callous, just nastiness. <laughs> Ew. Did you step in a, like a... Like an oil puddle? What the hell, dude? And they smell, right? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Around the house, that's fine. Around your property, that's fine. Out in the public, no. I have, a, I have an issue with that. Sorry, I, I do. This headline reads, I found a cigarette butt in my kid's McDonald's Happy Meal. I'm lucky he didn't eat it. Yeah, depending on how old the kid is, I mean, they might just shove that shit in their mouth and go, oh, that tastes bad, mommy. Yeah, you dumbass, it's a cigarette butt. I've been looking for that. <laughs> uh, that's gross. First of all, it's a health code violation to be smoking in a kitchen, it, you know, where you're selling food and preparing food and all that stuff. Can't do that. 
It's against the against the law, against the, the health code. It's gross. I'm sure there's plenty of places that do it. I worked at a place a long time ago, and I was I was helping out a store when I worked at a Quiznos. And I went to some other store and the managers were smoking in the back once once the doors were closed. I'm like, you guys realize that that's, that's a violation. That's fine, man. It's good. Good. You won't smoke. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Suit yourself. All right. Let's go do some dishes. And then they want, that's pretty spot on <laughs> how the guy talked. And he has like a cigarette just dangling out of the side of his mouth. He's like, so Scott. How you like working at that other store? I'm like, what? Huh? How do you like working at that other store? I'm like, oh, it's good. You know, we don't smoke. Because <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> that's gross. Listen, you can smoke all you want off the clock. But while you're preparing food and around food that you're selling to people, that that's disgusting. That's just a big no-no. Ugh. Gross. Uh a woman discovered a dead frog in her spinach bag and she's quote traumatized. Yeah. I mean, it's dead. <laughs> You're fine. Like how traumatized are you really? If you find a dead frog in a spinach bag, I mean, I might be hesitant to eat spinach for a while, but I mean, Give me a month. I'll get over the fact that I found a dead frog in the bag. I, I'll get over it. I think I'd be more traumatized if it was alive and it, like, jumped on my face. Imagine that. You're open the bag. Ooh, I can't wait to make a good spinach salad. Pop open the bag. Jumps on your face. Ah! Ah, it touched me. <laughs> I'd be more freaked out if it was a snake. Oh, my God. I hate snakes. That, that... That would be bad. What if it was one of those frogs that uh, if you lick it, you hallucinate? <laughs> then she wouldn't be traumatized. She'd be like buying so many bags of spinach just to see if she could recreate the moment. <laughs> it's so delicious. I love spinach. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that that's just people being a little bit dramatic about it. Be like, oh, I'm so traumatized. Oh, God, I can never eat a salad again. Imagine if you were somebody that was trying to eat healthy because you just have, you know, had a bad life of just eating just greasy, disgusting food. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to start eating better starting today. Go to the grocery store, get a bag of spinach along with some other veggies you're like i'm gonna start things off by making a good salad don't like salad but i'm gonna do it right then you open up the bag and then there's a dead frog in there <laughs> hopefully it wasn't like mangled hopefully it was just dead of natural causes or lack of oxygen but if it's like mangled there's one arm here one arm there i, I shouldn't joke about that but that would be that'd be so disgusting yeah okay then i would see it's like grinded up like its ass is like grinded up and the rest of them's alive, but it has this look on its face of like, why me, God? Why? <laughs> oh, anyway. 
This headline says, crusty but trusty? Question mark. You're not the only one who can't part with your yellow pillow. I've, I've seen multiple headlines about this, and people are debating whether it's a good thing or a bad thing to have a yellow pillow. The, the side against it is like, that's disgusting. That's sweat and drool and whatever, just nastiness, oil that is creating it to be yellow. You know, sure, you put on a pillowcase, but it's still uh, absorbing into the actual pillow itself. Well, apparently there's a lot of people that don't like to wash their pillow or replace their pillow. They're afraid to that it's going to mess up the what they got going on with their very comfy pillow, even though it's yellow. That's disgusting. I didn't I guess I probably didn't realize it until I got married and my wife pointed out, you know, we were like changing sheets one day and she's like, oh, my God, your pillow is disgusting because I get hot. I ugh, it's disgusting. I I hate the heat. I've told you that plenty of times. And there's just nights where either the furnace is on and she's freezing. So it has to be on, although she could just put on a sweater. Go to sleep. I'm just saying, put on an extra blanket. I don't know. Why's it got to be about you? <laughs> but if she hears that, she's going to be like, excuse me. Um, but then there's, there's, it's either that or during the summer when you're like, we don't want to use the AC too much, especially at night, and it's hot at night, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm sweating. Next thing you know, when I'm changing the sheets, my... My pillow is just a nasty yellow. I'll throw it in the wash. I don't care. I'll put it in there with maybe one other one and then wash it because you don't want to overload the washer. But I'll do that because that, that's just gross. But it does have a weird, interesting scent that is your own. It's your, your own musk that has become one with the pillow. And there's just something to be said about that, something to be appreciated about that. So I can understand why some people would be hesitant to replace that pillow or or clean it. Am I am I being gross on this? Are you somebody that is just like, yeah, it's like my secret. I, I it makes me happy to lay on a yellow pillow that I've had for years since I was a since I was a baby. <laughs> I've had this one. Ah, it's weird. It's a weird thing, but I can see both sides of it. I think overall, as far as hygiene goes, you should either wash it or replace it with a new one. But you ultimately shouldn't be laying on it. Like once you realize it's yellow, it's, oh God. And the picture I saw with this was like, it was the entire thing was yellow. <laughs> like I could see, I guess I haven't been that bad in a long time. But usually now it's just like one or two spots like where I consistently put my head. <laughs> I got a sweaty head. Okay, sorry. Ew, it's gross. What do you guys do? You can tell me anonymously. Do you sleep on a yellow pillow? Is that what you prefer? Or do you prefer one that's clean and less likely to kill you? <laughs> you got a weird fungus on your face. What's that from? That's from old yellow. <laughs> that's my pillow. Ugh, gross. Gross. You know what's not gross? And something we haven't done in a while. But some of you have been like, hey, have, you haven't done this in a while. Can you do it? 
Heck yeah. You know what we need to do? Sound bites of chaos. The sound bites of chaos. <laughs> I'm fucking in and you're fucking out. Now get the fuck out of my chair. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey and I kiss it on the lips. Who wants a mustache ride? Oh yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? There's going to be a meeting between your ass and the palm of my hand if you don't get off the shed. Now get off the shed! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I'm going to bite his dick off. I am smack dab in the middle of a good old-fashioned catfight. Play with yourself. It'll be good. Everyone, whack away. Yesterday, I made a poop shaped like a fish. Type 2 adult onset diabetes? Game. Blouses. <laughs> I threw in some new ones, okay? You're welcome. Yay! All right. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> hey, real quick, if you haven't done it, uh, be a part of the Halloween special. I'm getting that organized. That's next week. Holy cow, that's next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Share your spooky stories or just unexplained stories where you're just like, I don't know what this is. What do you guys think? Send it to me. Uh, whether it's ghosts, demons, witches, cryptids, whatever, UFOs, aliens, I don't know, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM me on social media, whatever platform, at dehuffpodcast. And if you want to stay anonymous, that's okay. I don't mind. Just make sure you tell me in the message. Be like, hey, just make this anonymous, but here's my story. And, I, and I'll share it for you. Um, let me know. I, there's a lot of people out there that have shared some stories already. I want this to be a lot of fun. Don't be ashamed. If you're something that you've always heard growing up, you're like, my dad used to tell me this, or my weird uncle used to say this, that, blah, blah, blah. You know, let me know. Near, near tragedy story, let me know. Divine intervention, let me know. It'd be. I think that'd be a lot of fun. We can share those, and let's just... Make it kind of a party show in a sense where I want as much participation from you guys as possible. Please go ahead and do that. Maybe you want to just DM me a video of you explaining the story. That's cool. Then it will get your voice on the show too as well. That'd be, that'd be a lot of fun. Again, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com or again, D DM me on social media at dehuffpodcast. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't done it, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you're able, give it a nice review. That helps with the algorithm to push it out to more people so they can experience uh, the fun that you and I have uh, on a regular basis. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Make sure you guys head out there on Monday nights between 6 and 8. Uh, $2 pints of Coors Light. Plus, also, they're going to have uh, other specials, food specials. they got a secret menu just for you guys, for the DeHuff Uncensored listeners. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see you out there again from 6 to 8 every Monday night during the football season, 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just a lot of fun. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit during this show, but you have a great day. I'll talk to you next week. Let's keep moving forward. Talk to you later.